Welcome to the video book summary of Jab, 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 Right Hook. How to Tell Your Story in a Noisy Social World by Gary Vaynerchuk. This book was published in 2013 and weighing in at 224 pages. New York Times bestselling author and social media expert Gary Vaynerchuk shares hard-won advice on how to connect with customers and beat the competition. A mashup of the best elements of Crush It and the Thank You Economy with a fresh spin. Jab, 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 right hook is a blueprint to social media marketing strategies that really work. When managers and marketers outline their social media strategies, they plan for the right hook, their next sale or campaign that's going to knock out the competition. Even companies committed to jabbing, patiently engaging with customers to build their relationships critical to successful social media campaigns, want to land the punch that will take down their opponent or their customer's resistance in one blow. Right hooks convert traffic to sales and easily show results, except when they don't. Thanks to the massive change and the proliferation in social media platforms, the winning combination of jabs and right hooks is different now. Vaynerchuk shows that while communication is still key, context matters more than ever. It's not just about developing high-quality content, but developing high-quality content perfectly adapted for specific social media platforms and mobile devices. Content tailor-made for Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and Tumblr. If you like what you hear in the book summary, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Jab, 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 Right Hook. Three things I got out of this book. Number one, I got a simple introduction into major social media platforms all in one place. Two, I got a simple explanation of how they all worked, and more importantly, how they are different from each other. And three, I got dozens of examples of best practice and many examples of poor usage. Round one, the setup. It took 38 years before 50 million people gained access to radios. It took television 13 years to earn an audience that size. It took Instagram a year and a half. You can't just repurpose old material created for one platform, throw it up on another one, and then be surprised when everyone yawns in your face. No one would ever think it was a good idea to use a print ad for a television commercial or confuse a banner ad for a radio spot. Like your traditional media platform cousins, every social media platform has its own language. Great marketing is all about telling your story in such a way that it compels people to buy what you are selling. That's a constant. What's always in flux, especially in this noisy mobile world, is how, when, and where the story gets told, and even who gets to tell all of it. Jabs are the lightweight pieces of the content that benefit your customers by making them laugh, snicker, ponder, play a game, feel appreciated, or escape. Right hooks are the calls to actions that benefit your businesses. What makes a great story? Your story isn't powerful enough if all it does is to lead the horse to water. It has to inspire the horse to drink, too. On social media, the only story that can achieve that goal is one told with native content. Round 2. The characteristics of great content and compelling stories. Outstanding context can generally be identified because it adheres to the following six rules. Number one, it's native. Content is king, but context is God. You can put out good content, 
but if it ignores the context of the platform on which it appears, it can still fall flat. Number two, it doesn't interrupt. Today's marketers don't have to intrude on the customer's entertainment. In fact, it's imperative that we don't. People have no patience for it anymore. As evidenced by the speed by which they jumped on the chance to bypass advertising altogether with the advert of DVRs in the late 1990s and other commercial skipping devices. If we want to talk to people while they consume their entertainment, we have to actually be their entertainment, meddling seamlessly into the entertainment experience, or the news experience, or the friends and family experience, or the design experience, or the networking experience. Number three, it doesn't make demands often. Leo Burnett offered the following advice for making great content. Make it simple, make it memorable, make it inviting to look at, make it fun to read. I'm going to add one more directive. Make it for your customer or your audience, not for yourself. How do you know what content people find valuable? Look on their phones. Phone home screens show you everything you need to know about what kind of content people value. In general, the three most popular app categories are social networks, which tells you that people are interested in other people, entertainment, including games and music apps, which tells you that people want to escape, and utility, including maps, notepads, organizers, and weight loss management systems, which tell you that people value service. When you deliver up a precise jab with native content, it takes your customer a split second before he realizes that the story he's paying attention to is being told by a brand, not an individual. Yet if your content is great, the realization won't piss him off. Instead, he'll appreciate what you're offering. Because when you jab, you're not selling anything. You're not asking your consumer for a commitment. You're just sharing a moment together. Four, it leverages pop culture. Integrate your content into the stream, where people can consume it along with all their other pop culture candy. Number five, it's micro. Jab at people all the time, every day. Talk about what they're talking about. When they start talking about something different, talk about that instead. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And number six, it's constant and self-aware. Consider how each and every post, tweet, comment, like, or share will confirm your business identity. Through your business's micro-content will vary widely every day, it must be consistently answer the question, who are we? You can and should learn to speak as many languages as possible, but no matter which language you're using, your core story must remain constant. And no matter how you tell your story, your personality and brand identity must remain constant too. Round three, storytell on Facebook. Great bang for your buck. The sponsor story is one of the great ad opportunities of all time because it won't let you spend more than your content is worth. Questions to ask when creating Facebook micro content. Is the text too long? Is it provocative, entertaining, or surprising? Is the photo striking and high quality? Is the logo visible? Have we chosen the right format for the post? Is the call to action in the right place? Is this interesting in any way to anyone for real? Are we asking too much of the person consuming the content? Round four, listen well on Twitter. Today, entertainment and escapism are prized above almost anything else. 
Consumers want infotainment, not information. Information is cheap and plentiful. Information wrapped in a story, however, is special. Questions to ask about your Twitter content. Is it to the point? Is the hashtag unique and memorable? Is the image attached high quality? Does your voice sound authentic? Will it resonate with the Twitter audience? Round five, glam it up on Pinterest. Unless you sell a product that no woman in a million years would want for herself or any person in her life, and that's a pretty limited list of products, or your legal department is dragging its feet, you're a dope if your brand is not on Pinterest. And even if you firmly believe that you can't sell to the female demographic that outnumbers male Pinterest users by about 5 to 1, you'd be wise to continue reading this chapter. Those the specifics of how jabs and right hooks work on Pinterest is unique to the platform, learning more about how companies successfully capitalize on the forces behind Pinterest's metric popularity should help fuel your creativity in diversing new strategies for reaching customers on other platforms. Questions to ask about your Pinterest content. Does my picture feed the consumer dream? Do I give boards clever creative titles? Have I included a price when appropriate? Does every photo include a hyperlink? Could this pin double as an ad or act as an accompanying photo to an article featured in the Top Flight magazine? Is this image easily categorized so people don't have to think too hard about where to repin it on their boards? Round six, create art on Instagram. Instagram is another visual-centric social network. Like Pinterest, it has what I like to call baked in utility, meaning that it's really good at what it's supposed to do, which is to help you take better mobile photographs. Yet it is vastly more challenging platform for marketers. Unlike Pinterest, where repinning is encouraged, users can only share their own Instagram photos. And whereas on Pinterest, you can embed a hyperlink into your photos that with one click will direct users to your product or service page, Instagram is a closed loop. Anyone who clicks on your Instagram photo gets brought back to Instagram. Smart move for Instagram, not so good for marketers interested in sending traffic to a specific online location. Questions to ask about your Instagram content. Is my image artsy and indie enough for the Instagram crowd? Have I included enough descriptive hashtags? Are my stories appealing to the younger generation? Round seven, get animated on Tumblr. Tumblr isn't for everyone. It skews young, appealing largely to 18 to 34-year-olds with a slight tilt towards women. In addition, it skews extremely artsy, providing an expedition space for photographers, musicians, and graphic designers. If Twitter is hip-hop, Tumblr is indie rock. And yet, though Tumblr doesn't have the scale of Pinterest or Instagram, you should be there. Questions to ask about your Tumblr content. Did I customize my theme in a way that properly reflects my brand? Did I make cool animated GIF? Round 8. Opportunities in emerging networks. LinkedIn. 200 million members. Every second, two new members join. Where we get deals done. Google+. Plus. The future of Google+, Plus as a viable marketing platform, is a big question mark. It has a big selling point. Its implications for a web property, SEO, Google gives preference to its own products. So having a Google Plus account influences your search ranking. The numbers say differently. 
Google Plus points to its 500 million users as proof that it's still gaining a fan base. But the numbers are overinflated at the lips of the Beverly Hills housewives because Google requires consumers to sign up for Google Plus accounts if they want to register for any other products accounts like YouTube. Vine, 40 million users, 6 second looping videos. Snapchat, allows us users to send photos and videos that self-destruct in a matter of seconds. Snapchat was made for a world that can't stand one minute of boredom. Round 9, Effort. Content is king, context is God, and then there's effort. Together there are the holy trinity for winning on Facebook, Twitter, and any other platform, and even winning in any business. Round 10. All companies are media companies. Could Nike one day have its own sporting program and compete successfully against ESPN? Could Amtrak launch a publication that could stand on the travel to leisure? The startup cost would be extremely low for a luxury brand like Burberry to publish an alternative to the road report. A hundred years ago, Michelin Tires started reviewing rural restaurants to encourage people living in the cities to drive further and wear their tires out more quickly. Guinness created Guinness Book of World Records to reinforce its brand and give people something to talk about in the pubs. And round 11, conclusion. The investment you make in familiarizing yourself with the ins and outs of these platforms will pay off now and in the future. Yes, it will be frustrating when Facebook once again make changes to its algorithm and news feeds, and Twitter and Pinterest will probably make tweaks and redesign. But if you don't give in to the frustration and use these changes to your advantage, you'll instantly be leagues ahead of most of the marketing pack. And that's a wrap on Book 100, Jab, 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 Right Hook by Gary Vaynerchuk. Subscribe to our channel for future video book summaries and look back on our previous 99 video book summaries. Follow us on Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits. This summary is from the website marketingfirst.co.nz. Watch previous video book summaries on our channel. And if you like the video and want to buy the book, click the link in the video description to purchase from Amazon. Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.